In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And it's our post-Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> Post-Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's over. How was yours, Sammy? It was low-key. It was actually delicious. Just great, <laughs> amazing foods that I that I made. And it was just chill and uneventful, honestly. Yeah, I would say mine was uneventful in a good way. Like, you know, yeah. things were all right. I, I do have to say I worked out more than I've ever worked out on any Thanksgiving and it had nothing to do with food. It was like completely uncoupled from food. And it was fully, it was just to like spend time with Rusty. Yeah, you and, guys had, you guys were hitting the Roslyn track hard. Yeah, I had so much fun. Nobody was there. It was like so enjoyable. Yeah, the Roslyn track is like a hot spot. I, you know, it doesn't really. Not, I wouldn't say it was a hot spot because nobody was there. <laughs> no, it's hot because no one's there. That's why it's hot. Right. You know? It was great. And I don't know. I was just like in the mood to like, I was invigorated to like move. And it was not coupled with food. I ate literally anything I wanted. And it, I was just watching Housewives of Potomac at night. It was just like a great. <laughs> time yeah, yeah and i will say i did not work out one time this whole weekend but i did work out this morning monday so i actually feel like i had some like interesting uh insights over this weekend okay and i would say there were there were two of them okay i'm, I'm excited to hear them okay so i've said on past episodes like i feel as though i've had some progress <laughs> with feeling more neutral about foods specifically and not feeling restricted or guilty about what I'm eating. What I realized is that the way that I made those foods neutral was by truly not restricting them and by like really just accepting like I can have any of them whenever. And once I was really once I really believed that, that's when I started to feel like neutral about foods. Like last night I ordered a bunch of mama fugu shit to watch the undoing. We'll get to that in a bit. And I only had like a little bit of it normally. I would have, it's Sunday night, we're binging all of that, and tomorrow we're not eating any carbs. Yeah. Okay, so the second part of intuitive eating that I'm struggling with is the body acceptance piece. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, well, like, I just want to get, like, I really don't feel good about how much weight I gained, and I wish that I could get smaller, and like, I'm waiting, I'm like, and I keep trying to use my food neutrality to to get myself to not eat, to eat less. I'm trying to like way. outsmart myself. Like how? Give me an example. Like as soon as I realized that foods were neutral to me, I was like, oh, so I could just pick all the healthy ones and I'll get skinny. Right, right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's right. definitely a thing. That's so right. a thing. It's like it's it's almost like the diet high of intuitive eating. <laughs> yes, yes. So the realization I had about the second piece, the body acceptance piece, is like 
maybe I will actually feel accepting of my body and I will actually get to figure out what that body should look like at an, or, you know, what range of weights that body actually inhabits naturally. If I actually accepted that I look okay at this weight. And it made me think about like, I was thinking about like Carolyn Moran's episode. Like I deserve to feel good about how I look now. So I've been really trying to just like feel like trying to feel a little bit more beautiful. Like I can't explain oh, it. Like I've yeah, been trying yeah. to be like, Oh, like this arm is not ugly just cause it's like bigger than it was. Like, a yeah, few months ago. I, I agree. Yeah. I was, I feel like I said the exact same sentence a couple months ago. Like, did I not say yeah. that? Like with my arm, I was yeah. like, you, I did the same jiggle. <laughs> you just so, did. Right. So I'm trying, so I'm trying to outsmart myself in that way. Okay. And how did that feel? Well, it's only been like two days. Right. Of, of telling myself that like, <laughs> like it's just literally the exact same conversation i said this say you said how does that feel and i said it's only been two days yeah well, right yeah well, but i think it's i think it's helpful because i can feel myself like hiding my body more like hiding it from avi like i'll put blankets or like sweatshirts yeah and i feel like just don't look at me and like if you don't see me at that angle like you won't see the weight but he like he even said this weekend he was like he was trying to like make me feel better basically like what rusty does and was like i think you're beautiful like however you are and so i'm just trying to like work on seeing that for myself first of all that's that's great and it it's not it's gonna take it takes a long time (laughs) but the thing that i noticed is the extreme positive feelings and negative feelings about your body and they can range like day to day and that kind of helps take it easy on yourself okay so example i was walking i was like wow i feel great (laughs) you know and it had nothing to do with what i was eating which is which is a huge step by the way and then i'm like wow have i been feeling this good lately like is this a thing and then i'll be like no wait i was literally feeling like shit two days ago and i thought i was like gross right and so i was like so these are fleeting feelings Right. And even just holding on to the idea that these feelings are fleeting, like when you feel like shit, that helps you kind of get out of it and not feeling like, you know, how like in when people in depression, you just feel like there's no end in sight. Mm-hmm. Well, like that idea that, you know, that this is sort of this, you know, you can get yourself out of it with just a, like two motions of of the to change little changes, whether it's your environment or a comment or a change in work, something like some, some phases, you know, like something changes and you get out of it. And it's great to have that awareness or just to like know that about at least myself, because I literally was feeling, I'm feeling great today, but like, I know I could also feel like tomorrow and that's kind of okay. (laughs) Right. Well, something I was talking about with my therapist was values based living basically it's not as like lofty as it sounds, but ultimately it's asking myself kind of like, are these bad feelings okay? Or are they because of something that is like misaligned with my value? So for example, when it comes to like, if I'm feeling shitty about how I look, that would not be like technically aligned with my values because my values are that I want to accept myself at whatever I look like, as long as I'm physically, you know, healthy, but living by my value would be like, okay, I think I'm beautiful because of other reasons other than like my size. Right. 
You know, it's funny because I said in the last in Carolyn's episode that I was going to do those affirmations and I completely forgot right after we stopped recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that I was going to do that. Something, <laughs> I just you know, remembered. The thing with like self-help stuff and like meditation and like all these exercises is that you have to like actually fucking do them. I know. All the time. And, I know. And I know. Journaling like fuck. <laughs> right. Like I only want to journal when I'm so desperate and upset. <laughs> Right. Ugh. Although I did kind of start doing it like a little more just as a way to fill time. I've been feeling quite existentially bored lately, like of the pandemic. Like I know I love to be at home, but sometimes being at home is like when you do it every single day and not um, like if I had one activity to go to, then I might cherish yeah. all of the other time. But now it's just been like re- a lot of home. A lot of home, I know. And the winter is setting in. Winter is coming. Yeah. So it's, you can't, like, going outside Right, there is haven't hard. been that, those opportunities for, like, out an outdoor outing. Maybe start cooking again. I have been. I also, like, I've been thinking a lot about health as a value because I've literally never been so sedentary for so long in my life. And, yeah. and every time I work out, I, my thought automatically goes to, like, Oh, well, if I work out, maybe yeah. I'll get skinny. And then I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to do that. So what I've started to try to replace that with is that like, I don't want to feel unhealthy for, you know, 10 years from now. Right. Like it's like, it starts to accumulate over time. And, I, and I'm not saying I need to do like the hardest workout, but maybe just like incorporating a little movement truly for my like Agreed. by my cells, like my, my cellular my level, <laughs> you know, oh, I, I totally agree. And that that's like an intention that we've always, we've said this, like, like, even when I was running, I was like, my, my intention was to enjoy moving. You know, I've always liked running. I've never like loved it, but I've n- only because I always thought it like had to do with this is the best way I'm going to lose weight. Even though I know that that's not true. It just feels good to move your whole body, like the whole thing. Like I wanted to, I wanted to tweet this or text you. Should you should do Lisa, Lisa's wake and shake. Yeah, well, listen, this is kind of what I wanted to say was that like post Thanksgiving, like meal, like I was, I definitely overate. Like I felt like I overate. And I didn't feel bad about it. I had some dessert. <laughs> and then the next day I, I ran and I would just wanted to be like, it feels so good to just jiggle it all out. <laughs> you know, like, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Small's to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that 
that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. All right, so all that aside, we need to talk about the undoing, which is the main reason why we needed to come on here and discuss things. This this show, first of all, the show. Not that it has anything to do with any, anything we talk about, but... It's a passion of ours. Oh, a passion. Although, like, I don't know if I'd call it a passion. I didn't wake no. up this morning thinking about it, which is the sign of... No, it's not unlike Succession, which I hear is being filmed, by the way. So let, let's talk about it. Oh, by the way, if you haven't watched it, spoilers ahead obviously <laughs> okay i just don't have to, listen i have to say something about this spoiler thing because it's like okay this is a this is to me equal to like an award show like if you didn't watch it at the time it came out it's not like it was all released at once no i feel like right away don't give away spoilers i did <laughs> <laughs> but also i realized that i realized that it did come out at the same time for everybody it wasn't just like west coast people did see it at the same time as us yeah, I mean, I just don't give it up right away. But I, and also, it's <laughs> nice to say spoilers. I, I, I made a mistake. That was dumb. I it's really fine. did make a mistake. Did anybody get upset? One person was like, <laughs> okay. damn. Although, actually, a few people did say spoilers, but like no one actually seemed to be that mad. Well, what I did is I posted my like predictions, which I want to get to. And then I did not check Instagram. All our predictions um, were wrong. Well, here's okay. Again, spoilers. My original prediction was that all of this was bullshit and it was actually Hugh Grant. Literally, I said that yes on Thanksgiving night. I said that. And then everyone was just like, no, it's got to be this crazy shit. And I'm like, they all want us to think that it's somebody else. They're throwing these things at us. And then I'm like, but maybe. And then I looked, I follow HBO, obviously. And every caption was like, it's not who you think it is. And I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm wrong. Like maybe. But everyone thought it was a different person. Yeah. So many people thought it was Lily Rob, Rabe. Rabe. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Rob. So many people thought it was her. I was Here's just like, why. why. Here's why. Be because her? Carol Raswell posted her a comment on like. So we all her. think that that's the answer because she, Carol. Yes. <laughs> she wrote her theory. I swear to God. She wrote. She's like, as a writer, they wouldn't have introduced her at, without any like reason and that's why it's annoying because that's a rule did, of narrative right? structure but like why can't nicole kidman just have a friend right, she, but that's she what did was... play a role barely no she actually was the linchpin of the whole plan in the end well yes but but then but also the same goes for the whole like he's had an affair with somebody else before that was left open-ended so why couldn't he just be a dick but that's but that's okay. That's what I'm saying is like that's what I thought. I was like they they're just making us feel like it couldn't have been Hugh, but really it was. And like everyone's duped. You know, we were all undone. <laughs> it was right, us. right, right. I was wondering, I was like, who got undone? Like I the- feel undone because I was I went against my gut, and that's why I was annoyed. I was really annoyed, and I guess in a way that was good. Like they did a good job to do that and make us all go fucking crazy when really it was him all along and someone messaged me that it's based on the book um 
you should have known. And like that yeah, sounds like that yeah. makes sense, you know. Right. Well, something that two things that threw me off. One was the opener of the show, which made me feel like the opener was Nicole Kidman, like as a child, I guess, which made right. me feel like, okay, it must be something weird about her psyche, which that that threw me off. Literally just that alone. Agreed. Like, and what did the opener have to do with anything? Looking back, it had nothing to do with anything. She lost her innocence because of what? Nothing. With the I don't flower? Know. Like, I don't... I, okay. And what's the song? What's the song? Oh, I love that song. They ruined it for me. Uh, dream a little dream of me. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Star shining bright. <laughs> I could sing the whole okay. thing, but I won't. One thing that I felt they left open-ended was like, the grandfather hates the dad. It felt a little bit like an Eileen Sigh relationship. Like, there's just a little why. <laughs> right. Like, they're always consulting. It's, okay, but that was the point. They wanted to throw people that could be suspects for us. Like, the only person that I ever thought actually could have done it besides Hugh was, was Donald Sutherland. Keeper Sutherland's dad. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw Carol Raswell's thing. And then I'm just like, everyone's fucking saying that, like, Nicole Kidman has five personalities. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're fucking with me this whole time. And it was really my undoing. <laughs> right, right. I thought the opener made me think, oh, maybe she did it in some sort of, like, Manic. I don't. I don't want to say manic. I, I don't know what to call it. It wasn't a thing. So some sort of state, like psychological state, and that's what I thought the opener was. Maybe it was like showing right. some sort of splintering of a personality. But the whole sociopath like clues made me think like, okay, stick with Hugh. Like he, we're we're being shown that he's actually a bad dude, and he is capable of it. But we're also being thrown distractions and. And it could be anybody else like it's it was obviously him. But the thing that pissed me off, like. Like, I, I kind of like that they messed with us. The thing that pissed me off was the actual the literal ending with the bridge. Like, yeah, that was so like the non-accident was really fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, if he actually had went off that cliff, I would not have slept. <laughs> Right. I would have been this morning. I would have been talking about it like not like you're thinking about it. I would have been so upset, but it would have right. been great. A great kind of ending because it's like he went and he he's such a sociopath that he doesn't. He wants to get back at his wife for fucking him over on on the stand that he that seems more realistic. Right. But he didn't. When he stopped, I was like, OK, this is. I was screaming, no, 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 because I have, I'm deathly afraid of virgins. <laughs> right. I know something that I thought was like also a little bit unrealistic was like, okay, let's think about like this whole story in context. This guy would not have been able to like hide his anger spells from Nicole Kidman, like realistically his whole marriage. Like she would never, like he wouldn't have been able to, Right. It wouldn't have just happened now. It wouldn't have just been like one, ex like even his fight with the uh, Elena was like not that bad of a fight. And I feel like if someone could be pushed with that like small momentary moment of anger, then in the past, he would have sh exhibited signs of violence in front of his wife and, ch and child that would have like played a role. Or like she's a clinical psychologist. She right. can't see that he's a sociopath. Right. I suspect everybody of being sociopaths. 
same or narcissist at least Not- i was talking to somebody about it on thanksgiving and my brother-in-law he was like hugh grant's just like not a great actor like that acting on like saying he was in love with her was bullshit i was like no here's why it was good acting because he actually did it he is a sociopath so like the i didn't believe him that he was saying he was in love with her because he definitely wasn't in love with her he was uh, in love with the fact that she she was hot and liked him right and like it was great acting because i didn't believe it you know what i mean like he was good at acting as like someone who's faking it but I think you posted that that I loved the part with the lawyer. She was like, you she should was have the best fucking part of the show. Agreed. You should have gotten rid of that mallet. Right. Right. Wait, question. Do you think she knew the whole time yes. he did it? She did. I wanted yeah. more on that. I wanted them to. Indicate I agree. That clear, clearly. I- I agree. There should have been more of her. I don't know. Doing. She was dramatic, but I liked she it. She was the best. I thought she was. She was kind of my favorite character. Agreed. She was hardcore. Like the 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 like a, a criminal defense lawyer. Like who always just she just she knew he did it. She knew. Right. But right. She do you thought, think she knew when she put the Nicole Kidman on this? No, she didn't know that it was going to go that way. She wouldn't have done it if she knew it was going to go that way. No, she wouldn't have done it. Definitely wouldn't have done it. Okay, I just you think Nicole Kidman would come up with that plan, but she wouldn't know her husband what her husband's capable of. Well, maybe it was sort of like she felt duped, like, holy shit, like, this is the biggest twist, plot twist of my life. My husband has duped me. And then, like, now I'm going to now now that I can see clearly now, like based from that conversation with my mother-in-law and her father, like where he says a monster, it could only be a monster who would bash like someone's head in like that. Right. Also, side note again like they were trying to make us think it was it could have been nicole because she was in seeing it right like they kept showing the she was and saying that she's the most reliable narrator she literally said i was like okay like obviously she's not but like now she is like also that also that um flashback to him like spraying his clothes like she just came up like she just remembered that like as he was talking about the dry cleaning on the stand no, I think she was envisioning it. I think that was all like an imagination. You don't like, think it was like a... No, she didn't see it. No, because she didn't see him kill her, but she kept no, seeing No, but she that. saw the clothes like being sprayed. Like, you know, when they flash back, okay, he was on the stand and they were asking like, when did you bring your dry cleaning, whatever. And you see Nicole Kidman see back that night, Hugh Grant was standing in the bathroom, I guess, spraying his bloody clothes with, and you hear the sound. I don't think you saw her see him. I didn't see that. Well, you see that she's lying in bed, like in a previous flashback. So, you know, it's that. Maybe. The other thing that they don't like talk about is the fact that like, that was his baby. And like, what about that? Like, why was that not brought up anywhere? As a massive motive. Yeah, and like no one cares. Right. What happens to the baby? Right. Who takes care of the baby? Right. Well, there was another thing with Nicole Kidman. Do you think that when she, the son was sitting in the windowsill and she goes up to him and she's like, she seems like she was almost asking him if he wanted the dad to like get off, suffer the consequences. Right, right. Or get off, right. Yeah. Did, did, did you did you think that that was what it was too? 
knowing that she pulled that move at the end, that's what I she what that's what she was kind of doing. Right. I think that she was she was kind of getting permission to say, like, we need to put him away. And yeah, I need to do what's best for you and not for him. Right. Or anyone else. And because he was a monster. Right. So crazy. I liked. Okay. Also, I liked that they made Hugh Grant a monster because he's usually this charming old fellow. I thought he did a great acting job at the end. Like, even though the whole, like the the plot itself was like a little, eh, I thought he was great. He was very believable, except for the part where he was in love with Elena. Because he wasn't. Because he wasn't. I thought it was very believable about how he didn't do it. You know, like it really made me question whether he did. That's why I went fucking undone. <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah. the undoing. I, I think everybody was a little bit undone. I think that's the whole thing, except for Lily Rob. <laughs> right. She was a hero. She didn't do anything. And she was just. No, she only- was the hero. She was the hero because. I know. She oh, she yeah. gave the tip. And but like, what's up with Nicole Kidman's like. 3 a.m. walks. Okay, like, what's up in the cold? Yeah, right. I know. Like, I'm getting in an elevator at 3 a.m. Okay, like, what's up in the cold? Kidman not ever having any insight into her husband before today. Like, you don't <laughs> ever think to like, you don't ever know anything from your mother-in-law. Her credibility is in the garbage. As yeah. a clinical psychologist, just out the door. Right, like, you never thought to wonder about your own husband's upbringing. Right. But I loved that whole ending. I really, except for the bridge scene, which was b- utter bullshit. What else was the ending? Like the whole, the court scene. Like oh, yeah. where she, where you think she's on our defense's side. And then she goes, the prosecutor, which I really loved that woman. She has like a cool accent. I wonder, I'm going to look up what, what she's, she seemed, um, she could have been Swedish or something. Um, but <laughs> her, her, I liked her accent. And, um, and then when they realized she was fucking them over and then and then and then she yeah. does, and the lawyer does the thing like you should have gotten rid of it. And then you could see and Hugh Grant's like, you're right. I should have. Why then- didn't he? That's another thing. Like, I mean, obviously, because of the the plot, but like how dumb? Why would you put it on your own property? Maybe he wanted to frame the grandpa. No, right? No, Maybe. Maybe he wanted to frame Nicole Kidman because he kept saying, maybe you did it, remember? Yeah, but like, why wouldn't he just like, that seems stupid. It seems like you were, you're going to take the thing with your own DNA on it and probably the, the victim's blood and you're going to hide it on your own property and you're a suspect. And the, but then he also tries to blame Henry. Right, yeah. But like, why wouldn't he have just thrown it in a river? That's That's what I don't get. Like, Right. There's a lot of people who don't there's a lot of instances in the show of people just not doing things that would have made total sense for them to do. But like maybe the clinical psychologist exploring her own husband's background. But he he's not a murderer. He did he's not like a serial murderer. Like it wasn't you don't pre-planned. have to be a serial murderer to figure out that you actually just dispose of something where it can't be found. But what I mean, it wasn't like premeditated. So like he didn't he didn't plan to do it. So he it was really fucked up that he like went and had sex with her right after. Oh, yeah. Nicole Kidman. But, but, but still, but it still makes no sense. It still really just doesn't make sense why he would 
why he would like put it somewhere that could be tied to him. Lots of loose ends. Throw it in a river. Like, come on. Right. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, I kind of like the show, even though a lot of people said it was I stupid. I too. I didn't like the bridge scene. Yeah. The show itself, I think, was very good. And I think that... Ultimately, everyone's so hard on these shows like Game of Thrones. The ending wasn't good enough. Like the ending wasn't good enough. It's like, bitch, they provided you with years, in our case, weeks <laughs> of enjoyment and fodder and shit to talk about and something to think about that isn't the Agreed. pandemic and miserable and how much weight I gained. This is like, my favorite genre of, of TV anyway. Yeah. Mystery, things that you have to read between the lines, rich people right. <laughs> doing crazy shit. Like, I don't need it to be flawless for me to have, have gained. 
you know, usually I disagree, but um, <laughs> I know you're right. You, you're, yeah, right. You are always very like it needs to be perfect. And I'm just like, all right, it was good. I'm not saying that it needs to be perfect. I think I my reaction was enough. Like I liked that. I liked that they fucked with me because they made me go against my gut which my gut was, it's him. They're making me distracted. They're making, and then all of a sudden the last episode, I'm convinced that fucking Lily Rob is Nicole Kidman's alternate personality. And I thought I'm like, that too. I'm like I'm looking for looking clues. I'm like, for they're sitting clues. next to each other. I'm look, yes, yes. I was, I was looking, they were sitting next to each other. Every time like she walked away, you could see Donald Sutherland like look away. And I'm like, he, is he know that she's there? I is it really? He's looking at Nicole. Did she? She the only one who's talked to her. But then, you know, like there was just like a lot yeah. of. I'm like in that bathroom scene when Lily Rob is talking to the the prosecutor. I'm like, is that really Nicole? <laughs> right, right, right. I also I had all those thoughts. Well, okay. Here it was a good show, but the best shows they have you thinking the next day. Like you can't stop thinking about it because of how it ended. This wasn't that, but right. overall, I was satisfied. I would say satisfied. I was annoyed at the very last scene because why? But yeah. everything before that. I don't think that, a, I mean, I wonder if they like conferred with psychologists like to be like, would his profile, like psychological profile stop the car? I just remember when Jeffrey Epstein um, died or whatever happened to him. I was reading a thread about like narcissists and how and like whether or not like a narcissist would commit suicide. And there's kind of arguments in both ways that it's like one is that they wouldn't because like they like are obsessed with themselves. And the other yeah. way is that they would if they thought that like there was no other way out because they wouldn't want someone else to like control their destiny. Right. So which is why he was talking about his legacy. Right. Which is why I feel like maybe he would have jumped. Maybe he would have stopped the car, but I, I think he would have jumped. In the last scene, I think he would have jumped, but Nicole started running to him. And I think that you could see there was like a smile in his. Right. Like she ran after him. He was like, she cares. She's going to come back for me. Like, and right. then she, she was like, give me a hug. He was like, give me a hug. And then she wouldn't, and she really just grabbed Henry. Like for a second, he thought she was running for him, but she right. was really running for the kid. Oh my God. If I were her, like I would, I screamed at the television, no, no, don't go for the bridge. <laughs> That's so traumatized. I hate bridges. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was like, please, no, no. Narcissists and sociopaths, I feel like, are the the most fascinating psychological profile. What causes someone to be a narcissist? Early developmental um, issues. Speaking of narcissists, I'm on season, season four of Potomac, as you guys have already heard five <laughs> times in this episode, and Candace's mother is deaf one. You guys I didn't, watch. I don't watch. It's really good. So good. Love a narcissist. I mean, Hayden, like, I enjoy reading about a narcissist. Reading about and, di and diagnosing. <laughs> I want, like, a, another good narcissist book. When I was reading The Sociopath Next Door, it was one of those books that I was like, I can, I have to bring it with me to the bathroom. Is it a fiction? No, it's like a, it's like vignettes about sociopaths and, like, different forms that they come in. Like, sometimes, like, everyone thinks, oh, a sociopath, like, they're all going to be a murderer, like Hugh Grant. Like, no. Sometimes they just, like, like to fuck with people because... Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. 
to have control. There was one guy who just he liked to like fuck with the male just to see the male people like get upset. Like he would fuck with the male and then he would go watch the male people like scramble to salt like fix it. But that was like the, there was no That's reason. The enjoyment. Like, yeah. It's just like I like to watch people suffer, but it's not always like lethal. Like sometimes it's just I just want to cause problems. Like one one of the examples was just like a woman who would like just tell colleagues different things just to fuck with them. Oh yeah, I know people like that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> who don't feel remorse, especially after like after a prank, you know? You did, did pranks when you were younger. Like Yeah. So I knew some people who definitely did not feel bad after that. Yeah. Can we, I just want to go back to the undoing for a second. Okay. Our friend Alexa is texting me about the undoing. She has one question, but then like there's seven text messages right after. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, she's talking about closing the loop on Cleveland, yada, yada. And she goes, also, Henry casually did a load of dishes while they were hiding out at the house without Grace knowing. <laughs> two di- two loads. Two loads of dishes. Like, okay, I also thought dishes. that was weird. I also, I completely thought that was weird. I was like, I don't think I could ever put something like through the dishes in this house without everyone being aware. Also, like something so he's going to carry that. He's how old is he? Like he can carry that giant thing. It also looked heavier than it was. Then it then he wielded it <laughs> again. Why he could have just dropped it in a river and totally not a problem. Right, right, right. Aileen, did you buy anything good on Cyber Days? Ugh, mostly furniture. I'm in the process of just decorating as much as I or designing. I'm buying furniture for my apartment is really and I've been getting great fucking deals like great yeah. deals left and right. People just they just are giving away their furniture 50 percent off in some places where like I need an entry console <laughs> entry console literally anywhere. Literally anywhere, go Google entry console and sh- Google shopping. You're paying also a lot of money for Google shopping to show up. I mean, I've been loving it. I've, I've, I've really just gotten, I'm so excited to open more packages. Did you buy anything? Did I buy anything? Yeah. I really, I really took, I had a fun thing. weekend of, you had a of, fun weekend of purchasing things. Yeah. I bought like yeah. anthropology. Um, I bought some candles. I bought some like little decorative trinkets here and there. <laughs> I don't like to have more than two trinkets per room, you know, (laughs) as opposed to like when we moved into the city, like in 2013, we were both like, like going ham on the trinkets. The only thing we could afford was trinkets. That's why. (laughs) That's why. Also, I noticed that like behind you is that vase I gave you. Yeah. That I bought. Actually, so is your candle that you bought me. Oh, yay. No, but I gave you that. Remember, I was like, do you want? I like unhoarded on you, but you still have it. That's great. Aileen, I am set on trinkets for the rest of my life, probably. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, I have so many fucking trinkets that I rotate in and out. This weekend, my mom actually brought me a trinket from my childhood. Trinket and tchotchkes. That is that I actually am using now. So I am set on trinkets. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, I need to buy some chairs. I have a lot of furniture to purchase but i'm really trying not i'm trying to do it in a way that's like not stupid right (laughs) like i'm not i don't want to buy stuff just to have it i want to buy stuff that i need and i know i'll have for a while and if i know i'm not going to have it i want to buy the cheapest version (laughs) so that i don't feel bad about buying it or like i'm trying to buy like stuff secondhand but it's so difficult because a lot of secondhand furniture is so expensive. I've sort of transitioned to the mindset with furniture that like I'm only buying things that I plan to keep for several years and would put in a home. 
yes, I have that, but when it, it needs to still fit the place you live in. So right, right. sometimes, so in, in those cases where you don't think it might, it, when you might not fit that place you live in, I try to buy as, as least expensive as I can. Right. Like I just bought a nice dresser, but I love the dresser. I spent much more money than I would have, than I bought my last one. And cause I want to keep this one for a while. I know I, it's going to have a room, you know? Right. Exactly. That, then I'm trying to also like decorate in themes so that it will like all fit one theme one day. <laughs> <laughs> I also bought, I also did like some damage at Framebridge. I framed like so much shit. No, oh, I really? swear. Cause I did. So basically I spent literally all of Saturday framing our wedding photos on Framebridge and making albums as gifts for like our parents, like oh, Avi's grandma, so nice. like but they, I made them all different because, like, Avi's grandma obviously wants different photos in her album than, like, my mom does. So that was literally my Saturday activity. And I, what I actually did was, like, I made us a gallery wall. But I also want to give, like, framed photos to Avi's siblings. So some of the photos for the gallery Here's wall. Here's this picture of me. <laughs> no, no so some of the, so I, I made a whole gallery wall yeah. that, like, doesn't actually fit in our apartment. And we're going to give away, like, half of it. Oh, that's nice. As the framed, as the gifts. That's sweet. A framed photo is like, and Framebridge is just, you know, they're killing it. A framed me. photo of me. It's just like the perfect. Not gift. of you, of you guys together. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We love you so, so much. Email us, dst at betches.com. DM us at Sammy Adeline as diet starts tomorrow. And rate, review, subscribe. Set, instead of sending us a framed gift of you, go rate and review sub- and subscribe to our podcast <laughs> so that that's our guests would be a wonderful holiday gift. Please do that for us. We would really just appreciate that so, so much. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's, it's almost you've got mail season. I'm so excited. It is you've got mail season. And with that, <laughs> we're always with you. You're thick and thin. <laughs> Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com. Betches.